This week on the Tall Chief Cigar Cigar Circle Podcast, the Rocky Patel Spring Smoker. This is the last show you're going to hear before our second annual first big event of the summer. We're going to tell you all about it. June is my father's cigar month. Wow. We've never done that before. We have Steve Royston on to tell us all about every particular awesome, unique My Father's Cigar. We're going to tell you about the Oliva Helping Hands event. We're going to tell you about some new stuff in the store. We're going to tell you what we're smoking this week. And lastly, I'm going to guess a cigar blind again. Just like always, baby. You know what it is. Light it, smoke it, and let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 10. Wow. 10 big ones. Tall Chief Cigar Cigar Circle Podcast, as always. It's your boy, Carl, here with my my buddy, my business partner, my old biking partner, my confidant, my friend, my hombre. My, <laughs> uh, it's Dave. Have Cigar gotten, Dave. Have you gotten your bike out yet this year? Dude, I brought it to um, uh, Handlebars. Got it a little tune. Yeah, yeah. Got a tune up. The the the, and the May tune up, bro. I yeah. had it. It's actually it was March, bro, because wow. I have it in the basement and I ride it sometimes. Right. Uh, yeah, little late March tune action. Yeah. Uh, I've been dying to get out there. Yeah. I haven't because it's like you know it's like sixty five and it's like that's good, but then the wind and it's just like ten degrees colder on the bike, so like. We're not there yet. No, but like on yeah. Saturday, it's like 79, 80. That's when you yeah. could go. Yeah. That's when yeah. you can go. So, no, I've been on the spin bike at the gym doing mm-hmm. like longer rides, and my taint is like titanium now. <laughs> so, like, I could sit on the seat. So, you're ready. Yeah. The stealing of the taint happened from February to April, <laughs> and we're good. Um, Just waiting on the weather at this point. But, yeah, you're, like you said, like this weekend looks really nice for a nice, for a nice bike ride. So, dude, I yeah. can't wait. I just gotta, uh, I gotta oil, oil the chain, get the get the May tune up happening, and uh, I'll be out there as well. Bro, there's not much time left. You're right. You know what do we, what do we got here? It's we, like the, yeah, it's like what are we recording? The very on? end of May. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know, you'll get out there. The bike is huge. Um, but you're not here to talk about the bike, right? You're here to talk <laughs> about the cigars. We'll bike them over to you if you want, but <laughs> I will. Shit, I mean, if you're in the neighborhood, I'll bike. I'll bike him right over my little knapsack, <laughs> my little fanny pack. Yeah. You know, I'll bring them right over. Don't dare him. He'll do it. I will in the cycle shorts and everything. You'll get eye full, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're listening to this show, it's our tenth episode. Nothing crazy planned. We got a pretty cool episode lined up for mm-hmm. you though today we got a twofer the first twofer the twofer we got mike la riviere from rocky patel you guys know him you know uh he's a great guy he is from boston so there's got to be something wrong right <laughs> so you guys have met mike last year he'll be up here for the rocky patel spring smoker second annual we're going to tell you about that later mike gives us an awesome interview we talk about everything rocky the culture at rocky uh, the relationships he's built, uh, some of the tobacco initiatives that they've undergone at mm-hmm. Rocky Patel to protect our favorite hobby for all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up. We also have Steve Royston kicking off June. Spoiler coming up at you right now. June is my father's cigar month mm. fitting for Father's Day. Right. And a, a brand that we've been very excited to get around to in the rotation of monthly promotions. You know, the... The My Father portfolio is deep and complex, 
and uh, there's a lot to appreciate in there. So we're like really excited. Both, you know, Carl touches on this in the interview you'll hear, but uh, for our own knowledge and experience too, you know, there's there's some very unique tobaccos in in the blends in the My Father portfolio, and so even for our own educational purposes, this month is going to be awesome. Uh, and for you guys as well. Yeah. I can't wait. I learned about so many, like that added the interview added to my knowledge of the line, because no admittedly yeah. it's a line that I don't bother with that much. Right. I'll have a Bijou or a Jaime, you know, and that's really, that's really it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a Flor de las Antillas, but they have it in the, we have it in the Maduro. It's pretty nice too, but there's, it's such a vast portfolio and they're all so distinctly different. Mm-hmm. And we can't wait to celebrate the entire brand with you guys. I was talking about it in the interview, but Dave and I will be a little candid about it here. Every time we do a monthly promo, we try to smoke that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, post about it, talk about it. Oh, I had one last night. It was whatever. This is a brand we're stoked to to get into and to, uh, you know, push. As opposed to some other brands that, you know, might not be as interesting to us. But, you know, we try to partake too and get excited about the promos and whatnot. So that's a brand that Dave and I can't wait to dive into. And uh, you'll hear a ton, a ton about the cigars from Steve coming up here. Uh, But first, the second annual Rocky Patel Spring Smoker is upon us. I'm sitting here with my 1990 vintage Broadleaf Churchill that's smoking like a dream, boys. Yeah. It's this used to be like I used to buy these in little perfectos and like smoke them in the car on the way to a much more right. stressful job than this. <laughs> and uh, I remember those days. Oh, dude, the worst. <laughs> oh, thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just great to revisit this cigar. I love it. I can't wait to just rip Rockies on a beautiful late spring Ripping day. Rockies. Ripping Rocky Rockets, boys. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, that that vintage 90 Broadleaf is a dream. You're right. And, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of, uh, you know, the Rocky portfolio is deep. And so we can't wait for you guys to hear the interview with Mike LaRiviere, former law enforcement in Boston and turned rock star Rocky Patel rep. He's he's a popular guy here. Many of you listening. Somehow somehow he's a popular guy here. Many of you guys listening. We're at the first annual Rocky Patel Spring Smoker last year. And, uh, you know, it was a nice 55-degree day, and Rocky held court, uh, you know, with, with beautiful cigars passed around to everybody. Mike was, a, was an awesome sort of uh, co-host of that event. You know, he's like a really personable guy, and he's got some really cool stories, and the guys really liked him. So we decided to do it again. So it's June 10th. And uh, it's right around the corner, you know. By the time you're hearing this episode, we, we're we're a week we're a week away at that point. So yeah, and just a correction on earlier uh, by bike, I meant uh, bicycle. <laughs> yes, no motor. Uh, I will bicycle your cigars to you. So anyway, I just was thinking about that, and I was like, uh, these guys are gonna think I'm a bad. Nope, I'm not a badass. The cycling shorts might have given it away, yeah. but uh, yeah, my bicycle, my 1980s <laughs> Schwinn bicycle. So it's little an, off. It's brand. a very heavy <laughs> old road bike. <laughs> it's off brand for you uh, motor no, motorbike folk. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, the Spring Smoker, June 10th, noon. You got to be here. Everything's on sale. Stick at the door. Tap truck's gonna be here. Mm-hmm. 
We're angling for some food. I think we're going to get that going, though, some, one way or another. Yeah. Uh, Mike doing raffles, giveaways, prizes. You know how we do things out here by now. It's one of our two, like, big events this year. You know, we have our Thursday bike nights, and those are awesome. But this is, this is the one you can't miss. Right. This you, is the one we're going. We're going full all day Saturday. Like, you got no excuse. Yeah. You know, what else are you going to do but hang out in the sun and smoke cigars with your boys? Like, yeah. You mean, great. you got a wife? Blame it on us. Blame it on us. We are the leading cause of, I think, uh, you know, uh, little disputes like that. Oh, you're going to the cigar shop again? Yeah, I go see Carl and Dave, dude. Yeah. Of course. Might not go over well in your house, but it's, uh, you know, it's always worked for us. How many times you hear the, like, hey, man, do you want a copy of your receipt? No, that's evidence. Don't, don't <laughs> give me that. She's going to find it and be pit Like, every, almost every almost every guy. Yeah, just, uh, yeah, no. Uh, she's going to kill me. I'm like, no, blame it on us. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. We're just doing our job, giving you an hour of relaxation, giving you an afternoon of relaxation with the boys and the ladies out here at the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor and Lounge. Um, If any of you were with us for the Oliva Helping Hands event, you know that was a fun night. You know that was a fun little gathering. Uh, These Saturday events really kick things up to another level. So it's going to be awesome. you got to be here. Uh, Okay, enough of the ad for that one. What Rocky Patel cigar are you looking forward to smoking the most, Dave? Yeah, you know, I think that it's going to be after, once you hear the interview, you'll, you'll hear uh, what, what Mike's favorite Rocky is. And after hearing him talk about it, uh, it's going to be the Age Limited Rare Second Edition. I'm very excited. I've ha- I, had it, I had it once before. Mm-hmm. Um, we were tossed a sample at the last trade show that we were Ooh, at and yeah, we were. it really hit the spot. So I'm, that one, I'm very excited to get in here. So I'm going to put that one on the list, but for me, it's going to, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it's the white label. The new Rocky Patel white label has been, uh, it's been talked about a lot and it's been in all the magazines getting very high reviews and, and ratings and stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm a guy that like, you know, Four out of five cigars that I smoke are are Maduros, but one of those five is a Connecticut Shade in the morning before before I've had a chance to have much to eat. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I love I love a good Connecticut Shade mm-hmm. for the right time and the right place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is one that I've never I've just never tried it, never had it before. So when that one gets here, I'm definitely gonna gonna dip into that. Sweet dude. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple I can't wait to have again. Um, the Sun Grown Maduro. To me, that yeah. cigar is just money in the bank every single time. Oh, man. Can't beat it. I'm also excited to revisit the 60, our number one cigar of yeah. the year from last year. Yeah. Uh, the unanimous choice, uh, two out of two first place votes, uh, enough to win, uh, and rightfully so, because that cigar is an absolute banger of a stick, and you can come get it here for 10% off that day and get yourself into some raffle prizes too, but the whole portfolio here is kind of blown up since we got here. Yeah, it really has. Um, you know, when the reps work with us and kind of help us put on cool little events like this, like we buy in, we go hard and we smoke them and we tell you honestly, like what we think. And just like that 1990 Broadleaf was a good hour and a half smoke, which was crazy long for such a thin, skinny Churchill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The other ones in the portfolio definitely match or exceed. So we're super excited. Um, And then after that, we got, you know, our next monthly promo for June is My Father's Cigars. You know, Dave and I didn't really get into this on the interview, but sometimes Dave and I have to work very hard to feature a brand that, you know, uh, deals come by every 
not so often, and we got to get a little creative. Uh, you know, we did it for Ashton in April, and we're doing it for my father here in uh, in June. Mm-hmm. And as the summer goes on, you'll see more brands that we don't push as much, but we take advantage of you know certain deals and certain event packages and things like that to bring you guys so much swag and cigars. And my father cigar June is the first month of that kind of initiative to like, you know what? Let's do something crazy. Let's just do something that we don't see very often. Mm. You know, and that's the first step. And that's where we're kind of going with this whole thing, and we're really excited to start a spring, summer, and fall with you guys full of beautiful sticks yeah yeah my father especially like you know there's uh there's there this is going to be this is going to be the beginning of something new and awesome uh this summer in particular like we we feel carl and i both that that we're like we've we've turned this this program of like like flipping brands around monthly promotions bringing in new cigars it's been it's been sort of ironed out into a nicely well-oiled machine to the point that now we're like, we can turn it up to 11 this mm-hmm. summer. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like it's going to be on all cylinders and my father cigars is a, is a perfect, uh, is a perfect brand to sort of sit in that, in that spot for June. Exactly. You know, it's going to be great. And, uh, so you'll still be able to get a bunch of awesome premium cigars for the cheapest prices around free sticks, buy four, get one free, you know, the drill. But with a unique brand like my father, you're going to be trying some very unique blends. Um, we'll let Steve get into that in the interview. Uh, you know, he knows a lot about this stuff. That yeah. dude is it was so good. Is knowledgeable. It's really yeah. cool. Both interviews coming up are just awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of personality, but a lot of expertise and knowledge, too, that you know, a different voice from me and Dave, which is what we were, right. which is all we were trying to bring you with this podcast is like a little bit of candid talk, two guys that kind of fell into the situation you know, that kind of thing. And then also like, why don't you talk to the guys who are like at the table? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have PCA coming up. We're going to get a ton of content from there. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you'll see us out there and just going forward into the summer through, through the summer into the fall, it's going to be awesome what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of feedback about the pod and about the store and stuff like that. And it's just going to be, we're going to turn it up. So if you've been here in the past, couple weeks you might have seen like an outer shell attached to the back of the building we are getting a new lounge yes the rumors are true it's going to be awesome it's going to be the oliva sponsored lounge which is great we're going to have nice nice oliva ashtrays and like a lot of cool things in there too with a nice little outdoor seating area as well and a lot of natural light so we're just bringing you guys hit after hit here at tall cheap very exciting so uh new stuff this week yeah yeah um Let's see. What did I? I, I just uh, finished actually just now. Um, the new West Tampa Tobacco Red. Uh, this cigar is uh, just just arrived, right? It's been showing up in shops around the country, like over the last couple of weeks, for the first time. And just tried. Uh, you know, we got to sample it a few weeks ago, and I knew then that I would be counting the minutes until it showed up in the shop and today is the day. So it's finally here and I just burned uh, my first one out of the batch and they're ready to smoke. Like sometimes, so so this is another Mexican San Andreas. Sometimes with that wrapper especially, you need to let these things rest a little bit. But um, I took the risk and they're ready. They're ready to smoke. (laughs) They're ready to go. So uh, if you guys are looking for something different, (laughs) something new, like that one is front and center 
when you walk in the store. So definitely give that one a rip. What have what have you tried? Recently? Yeah, I mean, we put the whole West Tampa line up front so you could, if you want to revisit them, they're yeah. all right there. We still have some attic left down to our last right. box, never coming back. Sorry. Great snag there. Um, what have I tried this week? So, hmm, I had a couple Kristoff cigars. You guys heard from Lee a couple weeks ago. Uh, the Vengeance, delicious cigar, uh, nice and full for me. Might hit you differently, but Vengeance was a really, really good choice. Uh, had an H. Upman Barbier, which is the newest in the H. Upman line. How was that? Um, it was okay. Yeah. You know, it was. Uh, um, there's just a little something that I wish. I just had, I wish I had a little more kick. I've had two of them now, mm. and you know, I like to give everything kind of like a fair shake. Um, hmm. For somebody who's looking for like a, a milder cigar, but has more of a there's a bit of a complexity to it like the flavor does change as you get through the end like get a little bit of like a cinnamon kind of taste to it mm. so it was good like i had it in the morning this time and uh you know i'd rate it like a six or seven out of ten the other one that i had was the aging room rare collection again i had another oh. one of those that cigar is strong yeah i don't remember it being that strong yeah but it's that's a full body ass cigar huh. and i loved it it's like it, it was you know, I had it at the end of a day where, like, I ate and, like, it was, like, my second or third one of the day or what have you. And uh, that's a cigar that kicks you in the mouth the first, like, ten draws on it. It's, like, so – it's, like, boom. Like, here it is. And, uh, you know, it's pricey. But you could tell why. Like, when you smoke it, like, it burned perfectly. That's one thing I could say. The mm -hmm. burn was super razor straight and – um. It was super full. Like, it's one that you're going to just be forced to take your time on. So it is a nice experience, mm -hmm. but that's a full-body cigar. Um, that one I liked much more than yeah. the Barbier. Yeah, cool. um, Southern Draw. I had a Southern Draw Manzanita. You won't find that one in our store yet. Um, it's got a Habano wrapper. Everybody knows I'm a Habano guy. Mm -hmm. um, maybe I'm biased because I love Southern Draw as a brand, you know, probably more than other people. Um, that cigar, very good. It was like... It was like a nice medium Habano. It's like a really good example of a Habano that's not obnoxious, but you really get the flavor of the leaf all the way. Like the the exact kind of flavor that I'm going for is like you just get that completely. Um, that's a cigar that I will try to sell to everybody in the store because of the Southern Draw catalog right now, we have the Rose of Sharon, which is a, a milder Connecticut, really creamy. The reception of that one was so so good the jacob's ladder which is a maduro um but a little bit more full and then the kudzu which is uh, an oscuro which i feel like has the most flavor i love the kudzu yeah. i think the kudzu is fantastic mm -hmm. it's like a new world aj but just like a little bit better which is funny because southern draws an aj cigar mm. but so they're very similar but i really like it a lot yeah and then the cedrus and the firethorn are very full the manzanita would slot in right with like the kudzu Okay. So maybe I'm just kind of more in favor of like a medium body southern draw. I just love the whole whole line. Yeah. I really can't. Yeah. I really can't say a bad thing about any of the cigars in that line because they're all just really good. Um, I had an uh, San Cristobal Quintessence. Great cigar. Interesting. That cigar, I'll tell you this. I was trying to – I'm going to give a shout-out to, uh, to Big Daddy Stratty. Uh, Eric Stratton, one of our great customers here, one of our great cigar guys, super knowledgeable. The Ash King. Um, this man could keep the ash on a cigar all the way down to the end and stand his, stand his nub on the 
on the ash, and it's just, he does all these tricks. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a hoot, man. He's a trick shot artist. A lot of, a lot of party, yeah. a lot of party tricks, man. <laughs> so I one night it was a Friday, like a week ago, and uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna challenge. I'm gonna go toe to toe with the Ash King, <laughs> Davy versus Goliath. I'm gonna take my slingshot on him. I get him. So I had the ash down to like three quarters of the cigar. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do it. Wow. It's really not that hard. It, but it takes it. It really. Yeah. I don't know how he has the patience for patience. it because it really. A lot of. Patience. I couldn't watch the TV. I had to smoke it up. I yeah. had to keep it in my hand. It was like a. It was like babysitting. Yep. And then the dog got out in the backyard. He got into the neighbor's yard, and my girl's freaking out. <laughs> and you know, the dog ain't going nowhere. Like, where's he gonna go? Better than our house, you know. He knows where his. I told Brooke. I told her. I told my girl. You know where your bread gets buttered. You ain't going. Where are you going across the street? You ain't getting nothing over there. So I had to put the cigar down and go get Milo, little cute little Milo from the neighbor's yard. He was crying. He was lost. So he came back over. That dog knew he did wrong. He looked all guilty. And then I went to pick up the cigar, and then I lost like four inches of ash, and I was just like, "Damn it, Milo." Got so me so what you're saying is you would have gotten the Ash King if it weren't for Milo. I had him. I had him dead to rights. <laughs> I had him dead to rights. He was sweating all the way up in uh, Angola. Yeah. I was in Kenmore. He was in Angola. He was sweating. He knew. He sensed a disturbance in the forest, man. Uh, so, I'll, you know, I'll get him again. I'll yeah. get him again. I don't know if it being a torpedo had anything to do with it. I would never smoke a torpedo normally, but I had one. I was like, all right. Yeah. You know. And uh, I'm coming for the throne. I might not get there, but I'll go for it. It just requires a lot of. It, it's just it's like a it's like I felt like I clocked in. Yep. It was more stressful than this job. And that man's doing that. I mean, every cigar he smokes, he's posting a picture with no the problem. full ash. No problem. No problem. Yeah. Sitting in on drinks and shit. Sitting on his <laughs> yeah. coffee cup. Like he's dribble, yeah. He's got it on his finger yeah. like a basketball. He's spinning <laughs> it and shit. And it's just like <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. But. Uh, that cigar was awesome. It was nice and full. Uh, San Cristobal, not a brand that I smoke a lot. I remember one time I had one on a New Year's Eve in my younger days, and I thought that it was pretty good. Um, Dominican, not really my taste, but that cigar has got enough flavor. Like, if I've smoked a Dominican cigar, it's got to be a full-body Dominican cigar because the tobacco naturally doesn't really do it for me. Um, yeah, but it's I was, different. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with that. I was a big Dominican guy before I got here, and then my, my palate just, like, right. it went into, like, overdrive, you know, like yeah. zeroing in and flipping around and doing all this all this different well, shit. Well, you know, when when you're, you spend all day, every day, inside of a world-class humidor with... The world-famous. Uh, you know, world-famous the humidor. World famous. With this vast selection in front of you, like, you're going to be trying different things, and your palate's bound to change. Uh, yeah. you know, even mine, like, uh, I'm, I'm a very particular smoker, but I find my, my palate changing all the time just because we get access to all kinds of new stuff oh, all the dude, time. It's great. It's crazy. It's amazing. We, uh, just got a ton of Liga. I'm very excited to smoke a velvet rat. It's like a Lonsdale. It's like Man. the Unico in a Lonsdale. Oh, it's yeah. just a perfect blend for that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember today's my dad's birthday and I remember last year on my dad's birthday, I, I took him out to eat. And then when I got home, I had a year of the rat that I had in my humidor mm. and that gold foil yeah. and I just yeah. was having it yeah. and I was like man this is the size for this cigar mm. and then the, the the velvet rat is probably two or two, three rings bigger mm. and then like maybe an inch longer Yeah, and it's yeah. uh 
It's like huh. a six and a half, like a Lonsdale type of size, right? Whereas the Year of the Rat's more like a Corona. Um, you know, like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it's like a Corona Gorda, yeah, and yeah. then like, yeah. So I'm stoked for that. Oh, another cigar that we got, um, a more slept-on cigar is the High Tower from United Cigar. Right. We got two boxes right. of that. I think it's become like the golf cigar now, because mm. it's a 662 torpedo. Yeah, yeah. Which is what a lot of guys really like. Um, and I had two samples of it. Uh, and it was gr- it was great for that purpose. I feel like it's a it's gonna be the golf cigar of the summer, over here. Yeah. Um, yeah. That so thing that, will last you nine holes. You know. Yeah, that thing was cool. What else, man? I feel like we we play this game every week where it's like we got like ten new things. You know, we talk about some new my father cigars that we ended up getting. There's gonna be some new Rocky Patels popping into the shop next week. So there's to say there's a lot going on is <laughs> an understatement. Cigar season, baby, is upon us. You know what we should do, though? We should find out what, what Dominican Dave's been smoking. You know what? Yeah. You guys love you guys love Dominican Dave. I love Dominican Dave. Yeah. Let's uh, throw it over to uh, old Davey Boy and see what his Cigar of the Week is. Mi gente, que lo que? Dominican Dave here. One more time. Today I brought you something very nice. Something... Woody. This is Rocky Patel's The Edge. For those that like to be right right, right there at the border. It's very woody, very smooth draw. You know what? I make it easy for you. Just come over. Enjoy right here in Tall Chief Cigars. Huge thanks to our boy, Dominican Dave providing us yet again with another spectacular cigar of the week it's been a lot of fun watching uh watching double d kind of like uh (laughs) get it get involved in the world of cigars here and just like try new things and then go from like you know a nub nuance which is a really nice flavored cigar to like things like the sober mesa things Mm -hmm. like the mac vintage things like the lb1 things that he really has grown to enjoy a lot and has been excited about sharing with the customers it's been cool since he got here last march just uh seeing him uh you know like our younger days dave like when we were out there trying new things seeing what we like seeing what we don't seeing how it all works it's been a it's like watching a kid like watching a kid on his taking off his training wheels yeah i guess i hadn't thought of it like that like um you know sort of reminding reminding me of of our rookie days i guess you know what i mean like yeah um which is cool because there certainly was a time when i knew nothing about cigars i (laughs) I would shop just based on the packaging or like whatever i knew nothing about what i was looking at uh but you got to start somewhere and that's part of the fun of the hobby yeah i remember back in the day i would just buy the rocky edge four pack the buy three get one free four pack that we sell here and i think at the time they were like 14 or 15 bucks (laughs) it was like fucking crazy how cheap they were and uh you know i go through those every yeah back then i was having one cigar every couple days just to total total rookie numbers you know and uh yeah, obviously now it's a lot. It's a lot, it's a lot different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember those days and just being like, "Ooh, like what's this one made out of? And what's that one? And oh, that label looks cool. I will buy that one." What's and the best one of the four in the Rocky Pack? Now or back then? No. Now, Sumatra. Yeah. 
back then it was like, Bleh. yeah, you know, it's yeah. just like. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have. I'd I don't have even my, like any of these. Why I'd am have, I doing? Oh, yeah. this? <laughs> I'm like, it's just because I'm broke. It's just because I'm broke, and I could do twenty bucks a week. Yeah. And, um, you know, <laughs> the Connecticut, I was always like, ooh, yeah, like let's go. Like, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Maduro, I'd be like scared. Yeah, I'd be like oh. Yeah. Sh-. But then I, what I didn't realize is that the Sumatra, that's, yeah, that's the toughie. You know, nowadays I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. yeah, give me that. But back then, yeah. What could I? What else could I do back then? Like I'm thinking about the shop we used to shop at, like mm-hmm. ten years ago. Yeah. What was I? What was I smoking in the beginning? Like Flor de Olivas, and which is not a bad cigar, but like, it's not the most interesting thing on the block, right, you know? Right. Right. So yeah, that's all I could do. Yeah, I I went straight to the edge, you know, like uh, when when I first started as well, and yeah, that edge Maduro is not. That's a strong freaking cigar. And it was way out of my range when I first oh, started, yeah. you know, way, way out. Um, and for a long time, it was like one, I think, probably one of the strongest cigars in the whole Rocky portfolio was that that $6 Rocky Edge. You Ten know? years ago? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, yeah. I just remember every couple of days buying one of those for a long time, never venturing out. Total opposite of how I am now. And, uh, you know, back then I used to buy based on label and look and stuff. And now... I smoke cigars that I don't even have a label on, like whatever is in front of me here that Dave picked out for me to guess. Yeah. Today for you all in another installment of Blindfold the Big Dog, the game that's taken the country by storm. You guys know the game. We pick out a cigar. I pick out a cigar from uh, amongst the world famous, the world famous inventory here at Tall Chief Cigars, and I remove all of the packaging, take the band off, and from the very first impression. So, so I, I hide the cigar inside a closed box and uh, you know, there's a sort of unveiling of this week's cigar and uh, Carl's gonna try to figure out what he's smoking armed only with his senses. Yes, and uh, you know, so we'll preface it by saying the first time I open the cigar, you guys will see this eventually when we have video, but the first time I open this, the, the box is the first time I'm seeing the cigar. Mm-hmm. So. That's part of the fun. Um, this is my. F- I have not had one yet today. I'm. I'm looking forward to it. It has been an extremely busy day here uh, at the Humidor, and we're coming off our most successful sales month ever, May of 23. I'll give it up for you guys. Uh, without whom it could be. It would be possible. So we're gonna go ahead and crack this thing open right now, and I'm gonna describe it. Where'd it go? Oh yeah. Okay. We're looking at a lighter. At a lighter cigar here. Um, looks like a. It's a robusto. It's a five. It's a you know, mm-hmm. fifty by five. It maybe like five and a quarter. This is a little bit longer than five, mm-hmm. but not by much. Like a five and a half by fifty. Um, it's it's always harder with the lighter cigar. I feel mm. they're kind of all they're kind of all, all meld together for me. Yeah. But uh, you yeah, know. yeah. It's it can be tough, and and uh, I'm I'm. Trying to get back in the in the winter circle here, so I decided to go with something a little challenging, a milder cigar. The flavor notes are going to be softer, more nuanced, um, and a little bit more more difficult to to pick up on. But the guy's a pro, as as he has proven throughout the course of these episodes. So <laughs> wait, yeah, did you give me a sweet, a fucking sweet cigar? I don't know, man. Wait, hold on, hold on. Bro, okay, this cigar has, this, no, 
This cigar has a very... This cigar is sweet, dude. Huh. This cigar is a sweet tip of huh. some kind. Weird. That is... Okay, so the, I'm getting I'm getting played. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100% getting played. Because I, I have only one guess off the top of my head. It's just one guess. Are you sure? See, that's the thing. If it's that easy, it's probably not easy. Because <laughs> I know you're sick of me stomping your ass all around the yard. <laughs> so I, I know that you're... I know you're trying to throw me... You want the big dog to look left and go right, but that's not how it's. This is a sugary ass cigar, bro. Huh. Well, it, even if you have, and I don't doubt that what you've already hell? figured it out, because, uh, but we're gonna go through the motions and and see what kind of flavors come out of the cigar here, and maybe, maybe it's a curveball. I don't know. See, I'm upset about this because this is all the pressure on me. This is no pressure on you. <laughs> This is none. I have to know what this yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. Because if not, it's so obvious, but it, it could easily be wrong. Oh my God, you are a madman, Dave. You really gave me, oh. Well, so you know, the, this is like the process of narrowing things down, right? So we open the box, we see a very blonde colored Connecticut shade looking Robusto. So right there, we've narrowed, we've eliminated a whole slew of possible options, right? And then the dry pull, and Carl's picking up on some very sweet notes from the dry pull, and I scorched this one. And is you know, and and so right there, like that again, narrows the options. And already, we're probably narrowed down to just a a, a very small number of possible considerations. But now the trick is among those. Among those last remaining options, so the tobacco blend is great. Yeah, it it's a tasty cigar. Okay, it's mild. It's hay. It's got some hay in the beginning. Okay, um, but that sweet cap. See, I think I already know yeah. it. Yeah, I think yeah. I already know yeah. what it is. But I, I'm a little scared of how sure I could be. You know, is it okay? So without saying what you think it is. Are there things that you think that are there other 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 candidates? Like how many candidates could there possibly be at this stage? At this stage, there is one option. Really? There's one option because I all I could think about is the first thing that came to mind. Now I'm gonna smoke it through and think about the rest of the right, humidor. Right. But the first, the first one that comes to mind is immediately. Uh, well, should I say it? I don't really know. You can say it. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is Sober Mesa. Yeah. It's a Sober Mesa. Yeah. Almost no doubt. But now I'm going to consciously talk myself out of it <laughs> as you guys listen to the up interview coming up. Um, so, yeah, like this is tricky because I have to get this right. Mm -hmm. So you've kind of, you kind of, you kind of mind game me a mm -hmm. little bit with mm -hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. I hate the sugary cat, but mm -hmm. I love the blend. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really a, it's a nice creamy cigar. I just don't like that. That sugar is bothering me, bro. No. But it's not a lot. It's just a, enough. It's just enough to be there. So I'm going to think about this one. And <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm stewing on it, we're going to throw it over. We got a twofer today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, starting out with Mike LaRiviere from Rocky Patel. He's going to tell us all about why you cannot miss the second annual Rocky Patel Spring Smoker presented by 
of course, in the name Rocky Patel. You're going to come in. You're going to get food and drink. You're going to get a free cigar. You're going to get 10% off. You're going to get buy four, get one deals all day long. You're going to get friends. You're going to get us. You're going to get the boys. The boys. You're going to get the boys. The boys will be in attendance. <laughs> and uh, Mike is uh, always a lot of fun to hang out with, too. And this was this event was a big success last year. And so we're going to run it back. But we'll tell you all about that. Check out this interview with Mike LaRiviere from Rocky Patel. Joining us now from Rocky Patel Cigars, Mike LaRiviere. Mike, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, buddy. We really appreciate that. My pleasure. Thanks a lot for having me. I'm looking forward to uh, saying a few words and getting the chance to get together with all your customers coming up pretty soon. Yeah, we're very, very excited about that. Uh, for, for anyone who hasn't met Mike, Mike is uh, former law enforcement, and uh, you, can, you can probably tell or you will be able to tell throughout the course of the interview that he's a Boston guy. So, Mike, my first question was just going to be like, which, which is more dangerous, um, you know, policing the streets of Boston or a night out at the bars with Rocky and his entourage? <laughs> Great question. Great question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna partially utilize the Fifth Amendment to the police job. Being, <clears throat> I mean, I, I mean, honestly. That, I get it because yes, we have a lot of fun and and we go late. Um, but um, make no mistake, the job that law enforcement's doing out there across the country is is dangerous. It's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of time away from your family, and you know putting your life on the line every day. And um, I, like you know, I retired, but uh, I'm still very connected in the field and um, want to put a shout out. I meet we meet a lot of law enforcement officers at our events and when I stop in shops across the territory and I know at last time I was with you guys um, there were a few sheriff's deputies from the area that came in and uh, one thing about our company I mean that's how I got involved and I'm guessing you were probably going to ask me that anyway so just to tie right into it so you know way back God, I want to say at least 15 years ago I think um, there was a group of us that would go to you know big events across the country and one of the big ones we used to go to was up in the Poconos of Pennsylvania and um, as is often the case, um, people end up gravitating to the Rocky Patel booth at these large events because it's so much fun. And Rocky loves to have fun and have fun with others and, and you know, allow the folks that support our brand to enjoy time together with him and with all of us. So that's what we ended up doing. And, you know, we would be at his booth every year. And then we just became really friendly. Our, our, our company, Rocky Nish, Nimish, Dave, Max, all the guys are really big supporters of law enforcement, uh, military, fire, nurses, doctors, teachers, that type of stuff, you know, and we just developed a friendship over the years and it's it, it went from, you know, just hanging out at the booth and maybe having a, a scotch or a beer and smoking a good cigar and conversation to next thing you know, you know, the, you know, a couple of us were getting invited to help out and hand out the cigars and then it escalated to where we're getting invited to hang out at the house after the event and barbecue and just enjoy time together and just have fun, you know, and it was a kind of like a running joke, you know, for a good amount of years, God, probably five years, six years or so that, Oh yeah, Mike, you're going to be a guy. You're going to be a guy, you know, we're going to, we're going to find something else for Max to do. You need to be the guy doing this in this area, you know, New England and all that. Cause Max was the new England guy, which he's awesome. Max is awesome. I yeah, mean, he is. Yeah. He handed, he handed me a great territory, you know, and, and supports me. You know, a million percent 
Um, and it was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek joke until it became real. And then one day I was pulling into the police station parking lot and I got the call from the office with Rocky and, and, and Dave and all the guys and, uh, you know, all in the meeting room and saying, hey, it's time. You know, you know Max is going to be taking on this role and we need you. And I was like, it was a lot of anxiety because what turned, what started out is kind of like a joke. I'm like, I'm not a salesman. I used to always say like, ah, screw that, man. I'm not a salesman. Like, no, no, you are, you are. Like, no, I'm not. I'm a cop, you know. And then that call made it real. And, um, you know, long story short, just like I had a lot of anxiety about it because I'm not, I, I never considered myself being a salesman. I still don't. It's this, this industry and this work is all about relationships mm -hmm. and, you know, enjoying this thing that we love, which is smoking cigars and being around friends and mm -hmm. family and others that enjoy the same interests, right? You know, and, um, you know, my they, they got my wife's blessing before I even had a chance to talk to my <laughs> wife. So when I found out that, I was like, um, all right, I guess when do I start? You know, and I had some time left. I had a little bit of time left in the department. So I did. I learned. I took the crash course kind of like on my days off and in, and some weekends that I had off to kind of get an idea how you how you work a route a little bit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're we Carl and I, and I got I to experience and, and got my feet wet. Yeah, I got to do all this stuff and I started to really like feel like I was getting rooted in the territory and then COVID happened and, you know, everything changed and you're not going out there and you're not seeing there's no events like nothing was going on. And then COVID just started to kind of, you know, go away to the point where we were starting to hold things in stores and have these events. And I got in a really bad car accident, broke my back and, you know, was pretty much out about a year after that as well. So it's been... um I don't know, it's been close to a year now, I think, uh, that I've been kind of back into it and getting around and um, I'm able to drive around and do my thing and do events and I love it. And I do a lot of events. I think I, th I did like close to 70 last year, it's a lot. Jeez. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys, all of you guys, and R Rocky too, like you guys get around the events, the traveling, um, you guys just really hit the pavement like no other brand does, from my experience, as, as far as I can see. And like we, Carl and I have some firsthand experience <sighs> of what you mean when you say like that you guys have a good time. We got to drop by the booth at PCA last year and saw rocky jump in on the drums with the with the with the band and stuff and everybody's just hanging out having a great time and he's um such a such a loose fun loving guy it seems like um easy to have a good time and, and easy to talk to you know so um it's got to be a lot of fun to be on the inside um of that crew for sure you know but yeah man yeah Mike, and in true fashion True fashion. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. But in true fashion, so you 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 experience it because you know, just like when we're all together and be like, ah, oh, you know what? I think you know, I'm probably gonna just hang out till around 11 to 12 o'clock tonight, and uh, I'll call it a night and head home. I head back to the hotel, and you guys came to the booth for the meeting that you had with with me, and you know, was, I think you pretty much felt like, ah, oh, yeah, you know, we'll be here for a meeting 45 minutes an hour tops, and we're gonna head out, and uh, I don't even want to. <laughs> try to guess how long you guys stayed or how many 16 ounce cups red cups of beer was, we had yeah it was like three listening hours listening to music yeah. <laughs> that's the best memory that yeah. I have from PCA last yeah, year yes 100% cause like it was our last day we're just kinda getting around I think it was like Sunday or something <clears throat> you know 
Yeah. We're getting around. Everybody's trying to get the last couple bucks out of you. Yeah. You know, come over here, do this, yeah. do that. We're, we smoked our nuts off. We're just, you know, kind of, we're, 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 it, you know, we're kind of out to lunch. The at weekend that point. is winding yeah, down. We right? spent yeah. our we spent our budget. We had we had that in mind. <laughs> Come across Mike at the Rocky booth. Max is there. You know, uh, Hamlet was there. Yeah. Uh, you know, we sit down with Mike. Okay. You know, I have a beer. Sure. Max comes over, having a great time. Uh, three three and a half hours later, we got a couple cigars. I think we gave Mike a nice fat order. And now, okay, all right, we're done. We're good. We had fun. Three and a half hours sitting there bullshitting, telling stories. Kind of a really good look at like what the Rocky Patel brand has been like for us and the customers that come and hang out with Mike at these events, uh, which is awesome because the vibe is just way different. Yeah. It's way looser. It's, you know, it's a gather. It's like a real gathering. It's not like a sales event. It's just like a party. Which is which is yeah. Unique. We want you know. That's what I learned from these guys. You know, I mean, and, and that's why we hit it off, and why you know, I'm a part of this awesome family. Now, and we and we're a family. Like, I, I can't speak to anything else. That's all I know is Rocky Patel. You know, obviously, I've never worked with anyone else. I mean, I I know a lot of the other manufacturers and the principals and all that, but I can just speak for our company, and we're a family. We have a great time together. So, like, when, when any of the guys come into town, Rocky Nish, Nimish, Max, Dave, whoever comes into town, you know, we work hard. We, we do our events. We do retail. We're, you know, we're grinding, but we always have fun together, whether it's a barbecue at my house or we go out to a restaurant, go out to a, a, a pub or a bar and, and have some good times and make some memories together. And it's always with others, too. So, you know we always end up at a shop or, you know, if we're doing things, we, we have consumers around us and mm-hmm. we meet people and they end up, you know, we'll, we could be at a, at a, at a restaurant and then just have maybe a, a martini or a, a scotch after our dinner. And some of you recognize Rocky and this or something and come up and say, hi. And next thing you know, they're sitting down and they having beers with us and we're breaking out, you know, stories <laughs> and enjoying cigars and, that's really what it's all about. I mean, again, going back to not being a salesman, like God, I don't know if I can wake up in the morning if, if I that's what I felt my, you know, was my role. Right. I, I think it's more yeah. relationship building and and spreading the word on this awesome product that we have that means so much, you know, and has such a history behind it. Um, yeah, just... and nothing against sales salespeople. I mean, God, I I support the sales force very well across across the country because I'm buying stuff left and right <laughs> but it's just not like it just doesn't feel that way and I don't think it should I think I, I think that just happens naturally when you are providing a, a great product that a lot of care goes into to make sure it's consistent mm-hmm. and it's good and then you have that relationship where you feel like a part of it and I and I felt that you know before I even knew you know, these guys on any kind of personal level, just for my interaction with them. And I hope that's what people feel, you know, when they're around me in an event and they're around you know, anyone else in our company at an event that like, you feel like you're a part of the family. And I, I'll tell you, I mean, my, you know, my Instagram, in my phone, text messages, like I get messages from consumers all over the place, all over the country. They come to some of the big events, you know, that we all take part in, you know, that's the way we are. And I don't know if that's normal. I don't know if that's every other manufacturer or anything. I just know that that's where we're at. And, you know, if you, if you're a retailer like yourselves, as you've seen and experienced, you know, you, 
you're a retailer of ours and you're, you have a direct account with us, you're a part of our family. You know, and, and any chance we have, we want to do fun things together and, and hang out and, hey, how's things going and share stories. And it's the same thing with the consumers. So whatever that's worth, I mean, I think that anybody that comes to our event, that they'll experience that. And, um, you know, we're there just to, just to enjoy and reminisce and talk about, you know, what we like about cigars and all the stories that come with enjoying them together with friends and family, you know? Yeah, and it's 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 the first traditional event that we're having here at the store. Yeah. It's the first time we're running an event back because the, the feedback from it was so good. Um, so for anybody who is listening and might not be familiar with events that we've had in the past, last April we threw the first ever Rocky Patel Spring Smoker. Mike was here. We had a ton of people come through that day, probably 100 in total, uh, just buying stuff, hanging out, sitting in the back. We had some food and drink trucks here. It was an amazing time, but the difference was the, the feedback we got after the fact from everybody that had come into contact with you and was able to hang out and shoot the shit and just uh, the inclusive the inclusive feel, kind of everybody got to razz you a little bit about sports or whatever, or talk about their favorite cigars. or It was just a beautiful day. So good, in fact, that we decided to do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. A little bit later in the year this year, because it was a little chilly that day. I think we're going to have a perfect day, though, on June 10th when you're here, Mike. Our guys and our ladies are super excited to see you. And we're just excited to run it back. And I feel like a lot of that is because of the vibe around the the Rocky Patel brand. It's just, it's different from everything else in that if somebody meets one of the, you know, one of the reps from the brand, it's a different vibe. Like Dave and I go way back with Max Bickler, who you could always find around, you know, around our, our old shop and around the area here. And, uh, Max was the only rep that I saw on a consistent basis. And back then it was really cool to meet a rep. It was like rare. It's like they're there during the day. We're working our day jobs. We get there at night. Nobody's really there. You could always find Max there in the late afternoon at our last shop. And we became friends. He would let us try a sample here and there. Just an awesome guy who helped us feel like way more connected to the brand than we otherwise would. Mm -hmm. And I think that you're just recreating that for Rocky out here. And it's why the brand has just been so, uh, just, it's just been growing like a weed, you know, and pretty soon coming here up here, we're going to have basically everything you guys offer, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. Yeah. Is it, I was going to ask Mike, is there a favorite Rocky cigar you have? God, I have a lot of go-tos, but um, <clears throat> I'd say, like, for me, I, I think my favorite cigar is the Age Limited Rare Second Edition. Mm. Uh, I just really, I love it. I love the blend. It's got some really, really nice, rich Nicaraguan tobacco, and uh, one of my favorites is the San Andreas Rapa. And it's just, it's a, it's just a great cigar. I mean, there's others. I mean, uh, sixty is absolutely amazing super complex all kinds of flavors one of the best cigars you make i love the disciple the new edge 20 um we've talked about that cigar uh, together it's it's amazing it's just such a such a different flavor profile than you know your typical edge that we love I and mean, the edge is great to work us right but um that edge 20th anniversary you get a chance to smoke that but honestly if like 
if it was the last cigar I had to have, I'd have a ALR second edition Toro and whatever I could dig out of my bourbon collection. And that was literally <laughs> the best, rarest thing that I've been holding on to for so long. I'd crack that open and sit back and just uh, reminisce about how I got to where that day was. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, from, from it, the Rocky Patel portfolio prior to 2021, 2022, like was already so deep. It was so deep to begin with. And now here come these mega releases from Rocky and they're, they're, each one is better than the next, it seems. It's like incredible. The First of all, the 60, what you said about the Rocky Patel 60 is like, we, we the Tall Chief Top Sticks top 25 cigars of 2022, <laughs> all right? Carl and I put our own favorite list together and it was a damn good year for cigars. The Rocky Patel 60 was at the top of that list. It was the we number one it. cigar of the year for us, okay? So like, that's how good that thing is. The, the, the Disciple, that's that earthy San Andreas wrapper uh, is just put to perfect use in the Disciple. Uh, the 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 twentieth uh, anniversary edge is amazing. You know, so there's just the the white series is going to be here soon. The DBS was incredible. You know, and so anyway, it, it's such a deep portfolio that was uh, it it just um, it doubled in in its efficacy for me over the last year, like year and a half with these new cigars that are coming out each one better than the next and uh so we're very very excited to showcase that the new stuff especially you know yeah i i love to hear that because coming from you uh, you guys versus like me um it just means so much because sometimes i almost feel like you know we have these new releases, you know, two or three come out every year at the PCA. And then I go back out there in the in the field of the territory and oh, what do you got to know? And I'm like, oh, this is, a, and I'm excited because I, I love them. I, I just got finished, you know, smoking them and, and you know, experience the, the final product, you know, typically for the first time. And I go into shops, they're like, oh, this is really good. This, and this is really good. And I'm like, well, what isn't good? I'm like, well, nothing. It's all really good. And you almost kind of feel silly sometimes, but it's it's actually the reality like since i've been doing this every single cigar that i've been handed to go out there in the territory and promote and get in people's hands i feel so strongly about they're all different you know they're not none of them are the same i'm i'm smoking the white label right now and i think you know for you know my friends people that know me you know my profile is a little bit different my go-to profile is a little bit different what you get out of the white label um i like a nice little, you know, kick more like medium to full versus like a straight medium. This cigar is amazing. The flavors in it. It has a ten-year-age true USA Connecticut wrapper. Uh, people look at it and they think it might be a mild, like a, just a recreation of the '99. No, no, no. It's not even close to a recreation of the '99, which is an unbelievable creamy, buttery, smooth, mild cigar. Right. But this has some really nice Nicaraguan tobacco in it that just changes it, and it's actually expanded my profile because I. I look to go to these cigars, this white label. And again, like I said, it's not something that in general would excite me. You know, I'd be going more towards, you know, the, the richer stuff, maybe, you know, like you said, the Disciple, and I love the ALR Second Edition, and, and the cigars are in that profile. So, and, and I think, you know, again, you know, I'm not sitting here talking to you guys, claiming to be the biggest expert of the industry and all that, but um, it's, it's not too hard to put two and two together, and we have our fact 
factory in, in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Tavacusa factory. And uh, it's been open somewhere around 13 years now. And, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you probably have a pretty good idea how long it takes to get tobacco planted, grown, fermented, mm-hmm. aged, all that kind of stuff. And if you start to kind of look at, you know, our line and the expansion and just the changes in some of the profiles and all that, you can probably directly tie it to, well, I guess we're getting our hands on some, you know, of our, you know, Nicaraguan tobacco that we've been able to take from beginning to end. And Rocky, I mean, he's a hoarder in the best of ways. We have, like, you would, like, be shocked to see the amount of tobacco we have aged in in our factory in Nicaragua and some real special stuff, some stuff that's not going to be used for a while that's already well more than ready to be used. I mean, the ALR I talked about has 12-year age tobacco in it. Um, so this, there's a lot of exciting things to come. I, I, I just got back. I, I went to the factory, brought a group down to the factory and uh, you know, spent some time. We went to Naples for a couple of days before. And, uh, and in true Rocky fashion, you know, where they Rocky invites, you know, myself. And there were some friends along in the tour as well that he's known for a long time, that law enforcement guys uh, that worked with me and some consumers. And we ended up at Rocky's house, you know, enjoying lunch and barbecue and, and smoking some, some cigars, some blends that, you know, we're working on to do some new things. And that's the kind of stuff that's just really super cool, right? To, to be able to do stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, I mean, so when you have retailers, retailers like there and, you know, good friends and you're just having a good time and talking to guys and what do you, you know, what do you, what's, what would you guys be interested in smoking? You know, it's the type of stuff. You get to blend your own cigar there too. I will promote that. I will say like anybody that's interested in going to the factory, we run a lot of tours during the year. We just started them up again after, after COVID. Our tour was the first one going through just to kind of, you know, work the kinks out and, and see how things were happening. And um, it's all you pay for is your flight, and there's a small fee, like a governmental type fee that to go. But you get all your cigars free, all your food, all your alcohol. You tour the factory, the, you tour the the, um, the fields, you go to the box factory. I mean, it, it's such a um, educational, enjoyable experience. It really changes you as far as your love of cigars and the work that goes into it. Um, it really is. I, I guess that's the. If I had to describe it, I'd say it's a game changer. If you're a cigar lover and you experience that, it totally changes you. It's just a whole different level. That you come back and when you smoke it, it's just it's different. You're never going to experience a cigar the same way again. Hmm. You know, it, there's a pre factory and there's a post factory, and you never go back to pre once you go there. <laughs> so we invite anyone, any of your any of your listeners, anybody that comes. Um, quite frankly, we can take a list. So if we want to have a list together at your event and we want to try to see how many people be interested in doing that um we can work on trying to get a tour going and and, and getting you know, our extended family to our factories to experience it enjoy it and um we stay at the house that rocky has there and late get ready for late nights and lots <laughs> of cigars and we can start plugging that today yeah and like i, I said mean... <laughs> that's all your friends your, your, your flight I mean, I can't, I couldn't put a, a, a. You never know with flights and all that kind of stuff. But I think this last tour that we did, I, I think it was somewhere around a thousand bucks. It could have been a little tiny bit more because of the governmental fee. But it's it's not super expensive to go for four days and you know, be in Honduras and you know have everything else paid for. I right. mean, the second you you land, that's it. You know. Wow. 
Yeah, we got to talk about that. Uh, that's yeah. That's <laughs> yes. gonna that's gonna that's gonna perk some ears up. Um, right. I, I won't forget the day that uh, I I I came to Dave in like uh, December and I said let's do our own top twenty five mm-hmm. sticks of the year. It's our first full year. We had a really successful year. We're crushing it. We're creating a ton of media like this and on Instagram and on TikTok and stuff. Put together a list of your top twenty five blind from me and I'll do mine and then we'll just compare lists we'll average it out we'll, and then we'll put some little placards up in the store and then so I think maybe like three or four Dave and I pretty much had like 15 or 16 of the same cigars mm-hmm. on our list mm-hmm. but the only one that we had in the same position was number one the Rocky Patel 60 <laughs> unequivocally no argument I said what's your number one he goes the 60 and I go me too and that's when we immediately hit you up to see what it had done. We yeah. did this before C- Cigar Aficionado. Right. 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 And how dumb is it that they put a Cuban at number one? How stupid. I know, right? That was so silly. I but mean, it got yeah. it got number two, right? Yeah. 60 was number two. Yeah, on right, it got number two. Yeah. It got number two Cigar of the Year, Cigar Aficionado. And, um, you know, the number one, like you said, was a Cuban. And, you know, we, you can't get that here. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, silly. I don't know. You know, they, you know, the the largest market share can't buy that cigar that you're putting at the top of that list. So, but anyway, uh, yeah. you know, politics aside, it was, it was, yeah. it was incredible. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, and I, I, you know, I haven't had the chance to smoke that number one. I'm sure it was absolutely amazing. And, you know, I mean, that's their prerogative. I mean, they have their ways that they do things and they rate things. And that's where the dominoes fell. I mean, we're, we're super, um, happy and appreciative that they they have our cigar at number two and obviously you strive for number one but we feel strong about that cigar i mean i love it i it's, it's so it's complex like, mm-hmm. if you haven't had it the flavor profile is amazing yeah um, what's i what's what's your vitola for that cigar mike like the one that i would smoke the yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, what's your yeah what's the one that you would prefer of, yeah Toro. Toro, yeah. I know they, they rated the 60. The 60 is the one that they used when they got the rating. Yeah. I, personally, myself, I prefer Toro. Um, yeah, just interested, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, it's just interesting because, you know, I'm not r- generally a 60 ring gauge guy, but that cigar in the 60, for some reason, like, it just hits a little bit different than the others, and it was amazing for me. Uh, so that's, I'm, I'm going it. with I the totally 60. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I really do like it. I just happen to be the, the Toro. And you know what? It, it could be, again, I've kind of hinted around towards my profile, liking just a little bit, just a little bit more. I always looking for just a little bit more. Yeah. And if you smoke the 60 and you smoke the Toro, I feel like there's just that little more, uh. You're right. To it. But that doesn't mean that 60 doesn't just, it, it may actually have more complexity because of the way the 60s are made. Yeah. Um, the reason I like you, the if large. If you want to get yeah. freaky. Yeah. Yeah, no, good. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's exactly why I I prefer the 60 because it like it almost mellows the blend out just a little bit and uh, puts it into the sweet spot for my own palate, you know, but it just goes to show you like we Carl and I talk about this on the pod all the time that every cigar in three different sizes, those are three different cigars, you know, Um, and each one is going to have its own unique, subtle character differences. And uh, so we, we always tell everybody, like, when you're trying a new cigar for the first time, don't 
just grab your favorite size you know maybe maybe try that one first and then grab grab another one next time and you know those are going to be different cigars and they're going to taste just a little bit different each time mm -hmm. and uh you know so that's something we talk about a lot yeah definitely so my and um i was going to say like another cigar that comes to mind for me is uh the sun grow maduro oh yeah yeah oh, i can't wait to get that, that one back cigar. that cigar is so so good yeah it's on the way it's yeah. it's, it's sick and um God, I hate to throw this out there because I know, I mean, it's hard because not not the highest percentage of cigar smokers uh, that smoke Lancero probably isn't huge. I absolutely love that cigar mm. with Lancero size. Mm. I just really, mm. that blend when you bring it down that Lancero size gets to where, where I'm at, you know? Hmm. Just, I, I don't think we have it on here because I think that we were, we were back on, on that. I don't we don't have any on hand, do we? Uh, no, 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 no. We we ordered no. it in the Toro. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry people, mine. to bring up the cigar. You're not going to be able to get when you see us. <laughs> but um, we could always we could always special order it. Hopefully, we'll you know we'll have access to that. But it just, but on on the conversation, it just goes to show how the different sizes, you know. And God, I wish I kind of I really enjoy the Lanceros. I I wish that we could, you know, produce Lanceros in a lot of the blends that I enjoy to smoke. But, um, I just wish the size overall was more popular, more popular than, it, right, than, it, yeah. than it is. Yeah, because I think well, that's what it is. So it's hard to make. It's hard to, you know, go full bore on a blend on that size if it's not necessarily something that markets requesting. You know, a lot of right. Like I had one. Uh, I had one question for you about an issue that really doesn't impact us too much, but I know it's something that Rocky is very heavily involved in. Um, so I'll preface this by saying that, you know, Dave and I have a pretty tremendous advantage as far as the, the business side of cigars here in New York State. Um, you know, avoiding the tax because we're a Native American-owned business. Everybody knows that we're half the price of some of the cigars in the city that you can get. That being said... Um, I don't know if a lot of people know all the efforts that Rocky puts forth for the Cigar Rights of America. And I'm hoping that you could fill us in on some of Rocky's initiatives. Uh, I, know he, I know he goes to Washington pretty frequently. I've heard, I've heard rumors about that. Um, I just want to give you some space to talk about what Rocky's doing for cigar rights and cigar smokers and other places in the country that might not be uh, you know, near a, a shop like ours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, th thanks a lot for bringing that up. Um, God, they, we don't have the time that we need to really talk in full about the work that Rocky's doing, and there's others, um, to, you know, fight the FDA so we're allowed the privilege to enjoy cigars like we do now um, and various blends and new creations coming out and all that. I mean, um, I'm with Rocky a lot. I can't remember ever a time that I wasn't with him that at some point and it's sometimes literally like I was worth of Rocky being on the phone um, you know talking to the folks he needs to talk to and um, working on with attorneys on things regarding the FDA and all the things they're trying to do to us um, in this industry uh, he's put his heart and soul into it I mean he's in DC 
you know, more than you can ever imagine. I mean, he has a place there that he stays at when he goes there. He's there so much. Um, so, yes, I, a, as a company and as a person himself, he's put a tremendous amount of money into fighting the FDA. Um, the members of the CRA, CRA that you guys can certainly, um, you know, I, I strongly, strongly suggest that everybody listens to this, joins the CRA. Um, you get a nice little cigar pack with it of the manufacturers that are a part of it. Um, you're contributing to be able to do the things that you enjoy and love to do. So um, definitely go to their website, look them up, and um, take advantage of that membership. There's a lot of benefits that come with that membership, but none more important than being an individual that's a part of this fight to continue to enjoy this product that we love. Um, and make no mistake, they're trying to um, make it difficult and up to and including taking it away, you know? And I, I do think it's important to highlight the work Rocky's done in New York itself. So you guys have your own organization, the NYTA, which is fighting for New Yorkers who enjoy cigars, both retailers and consumers, um, to be able to do the things that you do and enjoy. And right now, New York, um, outside of reservation, shops in New York have a 75% tax, and that's just unbelievable and we made a cigar called the nyta empire and um that cigar it comes in a 10 count box it's an amazing blend you have to try it you're going to be shocked um it's not just some cigar put together and thrown some labels on that that was the first private label i worked on that was my project working with max and and rocky and nish and nimish at the office on that project and that blend and i'm super happy about how it ended it up and we don't make anything off of that cigar all the proceeds when you go into your retailers and you buy the nyta cigar you are supporting the fight in new york to keep you enjoying what you're enjoying and to hopefully at some point get to the point where you don't have to pay 75 percent tax when you walk into a, a retailer uh, off reservation to to purchase a cigar yeah, Dave and I have always maintained that, you know, while that, while avoiding that tax is obviously huge for us, um, we believe that when the industry moves forward, we move forward. Mm -hmm. um, our goal is to keep everybody, oh, yeah, our goal is to keep everybody enjoying cigars, enjoying their free time, enjoying their friends and their gatherings. And we know how great this hobby has been for us. It's opened up doors for us. It's introduced us to friends. It's brought us to faraway places. It's helped us meet people like you and the other awesome reps that we have. Um, and it provides necessary, you know, community building and relaxation. And nobody will ever argue right. me off that point. But, uh, you know, Dave and I believe that when the industry becomes more customer friendly, that everybody wins and the market will grow. And there will be people that yep. enjoy buying from us or people that enjoy buying at the cigar at the city store. So it has to, it keeps me and Dave on our game. Like, what are we going to do next to make it even more awesome yeah. for the customer? You know, like it's it's a challenge. And I just love the fact. I, I love the fact that that's how you guys operate. And, you know, you brought up the fact of the CRA mm -hmm. and how it's different for, for, for you guys and everybody else. And that's like that's something that, you know, needs to be taken note by everyone. You know, this is something we're in together. We. We mm -hmm. love this. We love cigars. We love what it means. We love 
the camaraderie around it, you know, mm-hmm. everything, you know, you could go, the, the three of us could jump on a plane to nowhere and just say that drop us wherever you're going to drop us anywhere in the world. And we'll make our way somewhere where you can smoke a cigar. And we're <laughs> going to be a part of that family. You're going to be around like-minded people and you're going to have a good conversation. <laughs> you're going to be treated like family, you know, and that's what it's all about. And, you know, it's not about, oh, well, we're here and you're there and all that. It's, it's going to, I think there is going to be growth. I think that when you're going to have more consumers able to, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy higher level premium cigars, maybe that they can't because they can't get to you. Maybe they can't. Maybe they're in a part of the state that they can't get to you. And, mm-hmm. you know, because of that, they're they're very limited to what they can afford or what they can do. And, um, you know, when things change, hopefully, and I, I feel confident, I think, I think they're going to. I mean, I hope. Um, it's just going to make it better for everyone involved. And it doesn't mean that, uh, you know, I mean, how long have people been buying products on reservations across this country? Really, never mind New York, right? Because, you know, you, you do have some benefits in, in in a lot of the retail products to be able to get products maybe at a discounted price, right? That's never going to change. It just, there might just be a smaller gap, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and again, not being the expert in retail and, and, and all of that goes in between that. But I mean, I know I can remember taking trips to reservations with my family growing up <clears throat> to buy different things. So, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not about that. It's not about us and us against you and this and that. It's about what we enjoy and what we love and to keep that going and growing. And I'm excited because um, I've noticed a lot uh, over the course of, and, and I guess I would say COVID, like over those two years that we had, um, even in my own family with my son-in-law and his friends and, you know, young professionals, all of a sudden, like, invite me over to the backyard to smoke cigars and I got all these people that are like, yeah, and they're very new cigar smokers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there is any kind of, I mean, I certainly don't want to compare anything and, you know, all that, but, you know, I think that there was a, a point in time during that, that people didn't have a whole lot of options to go out and to do things, but they had this opportunity to be introduced by a friend, by a relative to a product and a, and an atmosphere and, that opportunity to get together and talk and enjoy life when life wasn't really that enjoyable, right? Yeah, I mean, and, um, we need to keep that going. I think we need to keep that going because that just shows that there's people out there that haven't had the opportunity to uh, be introduced and enjoy what we enjoy, and mm-hmm. 100%. we need to bring them in, yep. you know, to our life. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always I've always maintained that like you know if if our if that was to happen if there was uh, some kind of leveling out of the of the tax burden then you have to as a retailer as me and Dave being retailers we got to rise to the occasion and give out give something what's the next thing how does our business evolve what do we do uh and that just benefits the customer you know so um I I couldn't I couldn't let the interview end without bringing that up because that is that is a far greater uh, initiative than what we're doing here that affects everybody. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just it's good. To, it's good to give our take on it um, because it's a question we get asked yeah. all the time, especially here in New York State. But uh, you know, Dave and I have always felt that we enjoy a challenge, and also, you know, maybe to pump our own tires a little bit, that we're still going to be the best because we're going to find the next thing. We're going to find the next way to just add value. Exactly. You know, so right. that's how I look at it. Exactly. <clears throat> Yeah, so and it gets deeper, you know, it gets deeper. You know, I've, I've noticed some things, you know, there's a lot of um, older generation cigar smokers 
you know? Like my grandfather, I, I can remember, I have pictures, I'll have to show you guys, remind me, I have some pictures of my, my dad and my grandfather smoking white owls over a, over a, um, you know, a whiskey and just chatting at the kitchen table at my grandfather's house. And, and you know, there's a lot of older cigar smokers out there and, and I've had numerous experiences being at events or just being during my route and sitting down, you know, with folks in the lounge and and had like daughters, sons and wives come in to buy cigars for their grandfathers and fathers because, you know, they love cigars, they enjoy cigars, but they're just not mobile like they were before. So they enjoy them at their house or in their backyard or on their porch. And, you know, those individuals might not have the opportunity to hop in the car and get to any cigar shop as I stated, right? Yeah. Um, so when their wife's just going to the closest place they can get to and, you know, they have to buy a cigar for 20 bucks when you know, they should be able to get it for 12, that hurts. So yeah. it is a fight that needs to be had for all of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Well, if you are if you are one of these cigar smokers we're talking about and uh, you're one of our brothers or sisters of the leaf, you want to be at this event on June 10th. It's the Rocky Patel Spring Smoker second annual, right? We're running it back. It was so successful last year. Mike is going to be here again on June 10th at noon. You're going to want to be at Tall Chief Cigars. Mike, thank you so much. Mike, you, Rocky, Nish, Nimish, Max, like you guys are among the hardest working. You guys know how to have a good time, but you are among the hardest working people in this industry. So we really appreciate you setting aside so much time for us. And uh, we'll see you on the 10th at the event. It's been great. I look forward to, again, seeing both of you again. And I'm really looking forward to spending some time with all the folks that come out. And we're going to have a blast, I promise you. Hmm. But we got some great um, raffle items to give away. But even more important than that, we have some great cigars and some really good conversations and fun to have. So I'll see you there. That's right. Can't Thanks, wait, Mike. Man. Yeah. Mike LaRiviere. That was awesome. Can't what wait a, to hang with you. Yeah, man. He's so cool. And, uh, you know, the... How, how often is it that you get to hang out with, like, you know, a dude who is in Rocky's inner circle? Like, that's pretty cool. It's, As a cigar guy, that's pretty cool, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, we've been lucky. We've had the benefit of doing two of them right. pretty well. Right. And spending a lot of time with them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's a special it's a special thing for, for our customers and our, our guys that, right. that show up and support us. Uh, to be able to hang out with a guy like Mike, who just has so many stories and so many different things to share uh, and different cigars to share too. So Mike's the man. It's always great when he comes through. It's a special day whenever he comes to visit us at the humidor, and it'll be a special day at the Smoker on June 10th. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, you know, even if you hate the guy, it's still worth it to come to the event for the kick-ass cigars. Basically, so. yeah. Just come make fun of the make fun of Boston. That's, right. that's like that's like included that's in your right. free admission. Is yeah. you get to make fun of. The, uh, the Boston Bruins, who yeah. are trash, the yeah. Celtics, who are trash, yeah. and the Patriots, who are trash. So we could celebrate the demise of the worst sports city in America and smoke great cigars for a, disc- for a super low price. Fuck the Bruins, 100%. Fuck them all. Celtics lost the other night. That was beautiful. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll, we'll, we'll tear Mike down a little bit. Yeah, so June, mm. June in the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars is... My Father Month, mm. Mm, 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 right? Mm. Father's Day is coming up. That's only one reason why this brand was chosen as our featured brand for the month of June. The other being that 
they have a lot of really interesting blends, really awesome cigars, a really awesome, like, you know, I want to say a cult following, like guys who like my father's cigars really love their favorite, my father's cigars. And so it's also a brand that, and we talk about this in the, in the next interview you're about to hear, we talk about this, but Carl and I aren't, it's a brand that we aren't as familiar with as, as, as many others that we featured in the past. And so this month is going to be really cool because it's also going to be a learning palette expanding mind expanding experience for us too as we get to try some some new cigars that um maybe we haven't had in a long time or haven't paid as close attention to mm-hmm. um and the fact that their blends are so unique and you know the garcia family goes so far back and it has so much expertise in in premium tobacco uh is going to make this whole experience of, of june a, a really you know like i said mind expanding i think uh, for yeah. myself and so we're excited to bring that to you guys and to bring to you this interview with our my father account executive steve royston steve's a really great guy and you'll hear in the interview here that he knows his tobacco oh, yeah. oh inside and out dude inside and out and it was kind of news to me to learn about how vastly different every single my father cigar is it's really impressive how like you can have that much going on that much variation in your portfolio and just have every cigar deliver a unique different experience every time you pick one up i can tell you personally in the past week i've had five different my father cigars (laughs) five lion take with dad la gran oferta uh don pepin cuban classic uh jaime garcia Mm. and el centurion Mm. Now, that, those are all available in a sampler pack you could pick up from the world-famous Tall Chief Cigars. But I wanted to get ahead of the month and try a couple things that I haven't had in a while. And let me tell you, the, the Jaime Garcia, perfect cigar. Five out of five. It's amazing. There's nothing, there's nothing, you can't knock it. Yeah. If you like a full-body cigar, and you're going to find out more from Steve, you can't knock it. But every single one of these cigars is vastly different. Different guts, different wrappers, different different place, different regions, different farms, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. It's June. It's finally nice out. We're enjoying an 80 degree day. We're gonna give you some stuff where you can get out there and really enjoy. You know, something different. Not a lot of my father events going on around here. So for the month of June, kick back, grab some my father, some for you, some for your dad. Come get some swag. Come get in a nice gift bag that we got for you. And kick back and listen to Steve break down all the amazing blends at My Father's Cigar. Okay, second interview of the day. We are here with a very special guest. Uh, it's Steve Royston from My Father's Cigars. Now, anybody who's come into our store in the past, you know, year and a half has walked in, looked at the front table, and seen some kind of awesome promo uh, that we're running in the store, usually buy four, get one free. Our shop's unlike any other shop around in that regard. And June is my father month. So what Dave and I are finding is um, we're kind of like uh, at the point now where like there's brands that we haven't featured and brands that we've featured a couple times. And what we're going to try to do this summer is try to feature brands that we have not explored before. Work with our reps, see what we can do about some kind of deals, some kind of swag, and just really feature some of the brands that we feel like are awesome and just uh, ones that we haven't really explored as much yet. And to do that, we're, gonna, we're here with Steve today. Steve, how you doing, man? How's it going? 
Listen, guys, thanks for having me on. I'm, uh, I'm excited to have my father be the uh, cigar of the month for you guys finally. Yeah, dude, we can't wait. We, uh, I have my favorite My Father cigars, and I'm looking forward to learning a little bit about ones that I really haven't tried as much, but anybody who's been involved in the cigar game knows that My Father is a ultra-premium brand, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, what, 20 years old by now, right? Is that, does that sound right? It's, this is, this is our, tw- it's our 20th anniversary this year. Yeah, 2003, the company started, so it's a big, big year to celebrate for us. Yeah, and what better month than June? A couple Father's Day gifts flying around. Give them my father's cigar or two. My uh, father for Father's Day. Dude, there's nothing better than that, man. So um, the first question that I want to ask about my father is, you know, we know what our popular lines are here in the store, but throughout your territory, which is, you know, you're in Jersey, so it's a pretty large-ranging territory. What are some of the more popular uh, brands in the my father portfolio? There's the obvious ones, which are, you know, probably some of the brands that do very well for you guys. They tend to be ones that do well uh, everywhere, generally speaking. You know, you've got, of course, uh, well, actually, I just laid up one myself, the Flor de las Antillas, uh, the Sun Grown, which was the 2012 number one cigar of the year from Cigar Aficionado. Kind of a, a really big turning point for the company, you know, uh, 11 years ago now, and it's still our best selling cigar by quite a margin um, overall. Um, you know, really just, uh, it was kind of a lightning in the bottle moment for the company that, um, you know, everyone should be so lucky to have, um, at that, at that point, my father really been known for bolder, spicier, you know, stronger cigars, relatively speaking. And, and this was the kind of the first, uh, venture into a more approachable cigar to a, a wider audience. You know, it's a really, really great medium strength smoke. You know, smooth to the core. I like to say it's a cigar that I literally sell to anybody that walked through the door. You know, whether they're a, a veteran of smoking cigars or it's their very first time smoking, I would be I would feel comfortable selling it to literally anybody. <laughs> so that's been you know our most popular cigar for over a decade now. Um, you know, it's just got everything going for it. Obviously, it's a great smoke. It's got a great price point. It got that number one rating, and uh, and it's available. You know, one, one of the biggest things that's kept my father's cigar is going so strong is our product is consistent and available. Mm-hmm. Um, and going off of that, uh, our second number one cigar of the year, which everyone should be so lucky to have one, let alone two, um, 2015, the My Father Labor Jew 1922 series, um, you know, at that time uh, was already a, a very, very popular cigar for us. Um, that number one only, you know, continued to boost the popularity of that cigar. Um, it's one of our more full-bodied options, but you know, the the word Lebijou in French means the uh, the jewel. So it's you know, it's a very elegant smoke. Um, even though it is full-bodied, it's blended to be very refined, very elegant. Um, you know, not overpowering by any means, but definitely has has a full-body character, very rich and little spice to it. You know, so that's probably probably around our second best-selling cigar overall. Um, and then, surprisingly enough, you know, what I consider to be our strongest cigar, the Jaime Garcia Reserva Especial, um, kind of rounds out the top three for us. Um, you know, it's 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 the balls, right? It, it's got the most punch, the most kick, uh, in my opinion. Um, definitely not one it, that I would have on an empty stomach, you know, <laughs> uh, but it, but it's, it's, it's extraordinarily popular. Um, you know, which is cool to see, you know, the brand has 
Um, you know, two of our top three selling cigars couldn't be more vastly different between Florida Las Antillas and let's say the Jaime Garcia. They're complete polar opposite ends of the spectrum. You know, so it's cool to see that we have that, um, you know, that, that widespread audience through cigar smokers. Yeah, there's such a there's such um, a wide range of, of product in here. Like I'm I'm on the website right now. I would encourage any tobacco nerds out there to go and look at the My Father Cigar website. When you roll through this portfolio, man, it's not it's not like many other companies you see out there. You got you got Connecticut, Habano, Maduro, right? Or maybe maybe a Cameroon thrown in there. But no, like this there is some cool cool stuff in here. You know, <coughs> Fonseca, right? A shade grown Corojo Rosado wrapper. Uh, you know, you got Habano Oscuro wrappers. You've got Sumatra mm-hmm. Oscuro wrappers. And there, there are some things in here that I don't even know if I've ever smoked one of these leaves before. Like some of this stuff is very right. unique, you know. And so I think that not only do you have all the bases covered for, for anybody of any taste, but also there's so much to nerd out about in here. And you can tell that my father takes tobacco very seriously and and selects their tobacco and their wrapper leaves very particularly you know like that's very cool to absolutely me. you know yeah. t- tobacco it, it runs through the veins of the garcia family you know it's what they do um you know they're true masters of tobacco um you know pepin jaime and uh, pepin's daughter yanni who is our uh, the president the kind of vice president of the company stateside here for the sales team but Jaime and Pepin running the, uh, the the show in Nicaragua, growing the tobacco and blending the cigars. You know, there's so much care and, and love that goes into the growing of tobacco. And we do primarily grow most of our own tobacco. Um, everything that's inside of our cigars, you know, fillers and binders, and uh, probably close to half the wrappers on our blends now are all grown on our own farms in Nicaragua. One of the few things that we do outsource as a company is some of the wrappers like our La Opulencia line with the Mexican San Andres Maduro. Um, obviously the Connecticut shade grown in Ecuador on the My Father Connecticut. Um, you know, very some very unique ones like the El Centuri H2KCT box press um, has a Habano 2000 wrapper that's been grown in Connecticut here in the States. So, you know, tobacco that we grow tons of in Nicaragua, but grown in the Connecticut soil gives you a dramatically different, you know, tobacco experience. So, you know, branching out, uh, being creative, you know, and truly creating a portfolio of blends that are dramatically different from one another. And that's a beautiful thing. Uh, like you said, you can you can go on the website or whatever and, and run through all of our lines and we don't have one cigar that's even remotely close to the next. <laughs> yeah. you know? It's it's awesome, dude. It's so diverse. They're all dramatically different. So <laughs> so you really you know you can you can smoke something different every day. You know, never get tired of it. Um, what else? A couple other things I wanted to highlight. You know, you said you know some some tobaccos that you've uh, you've maybe even never heard of, never smoked. Like uh, our the Coraline El Centurion is very unique. Actually, that has a um, a Criollo sun-grown wrapper on it, uh, but also has some of our uh, Sancti Spiritus tobacco in it, which is very unique. Um, it's a it's a, a Cuban seed varietal um, that has a very distinct kind of rich sweetness to it. And then you've got that Criollo wrapper over the top, that dark sun-grown Criollo gives you a little bit of a tanginess, uh, a black pepper spice, so really unique smoking experience that, that i you know again you know just the variety that, that we're able to offer with the different tobaccos and 
you know, how they're utilized. Dude, um, yeah. Do you you know so much about these cigars, which is always awesome for us because we love somebody who's enthusiastic and knowledgeable about their lines. You know, it and, helps that, that I've been a I've been a uh, you know a cigar nerd you know since I was uh, about fourteen years old, and I just turned thirty five last weekend. So so quite quite a long time, you know, trying to develop my uh, my knowledge and my passion, you know, of the cigar industry, and it, and it helps that. I did have some retail experience before I worked for my father, and I was a huge fan of the brand. So I mean, what you know, what what better could you ask for than to work for a brand that you love? I feel like every rep that like knows their shit inside and out like that has like retail experience. Like we talked to you, and you know, a couple of the other, and it's always the younger guys. It's like guys in our age range here mm-hmm. who just uh, right. you know grew up in the shop a little bit, maybe had like a part time job. And then they they break right. into the industry and they just it's a different it's just a different kind of uh, it's a different kind of knowledge they have of what they're selling and it's always super yeah, cool for us. Absolutely, you know. I mean, you know, um, you know. Listen, you know, I work for a company and other reps they work for their company, but you know, it, it does benefit you greatly to have an, an experience of the market of cigars that's out there. So I, that that it's really I think was beneficial to me in particular. I can't speak for everyone but only for myself having that little bit of retail experience you know for four plus years working in a cigar store you know pretty much smoking my way through the entire industry you know finding out you know what what do i like from this company that company what country do i like what tobaccos do i like you know do i like dominican more than nicaraguan whatever it is you know ha- tends to you know for me it's perfect that i work for a nicaraguan cigar company because that's where my taste is you know Awesome. So, so having that experience was, was really beneficial, you know, and just having, having the love for the industry, you know, again, I'm, I'm a nerd for, for not only cigars, but for the history and, you know, off tobacco and, you know, where this industry has been and where it's going. Yeah, that's apparent talking to you and meeting you and uh, spending some time, especially in the beginning, learning, <laughs> learning about the, all the different my fathers here, because there were some here when I, uh, when I got here, at least, I can only speak for myself, that I wasn't the most familiar with. And then as I, you know, begin to venture out, uh, you know, the Centurion is one that I really like a lot. The Opulencia with that with that dark, inviting wrapper. That's another one that I really like a lot. And, you know, sure, just that, yesterday. That Mexican San wrapper. Oh, dude. Oh, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I just, uh, when, some, when a line has so much variety, such as the My Father portfolio, um, I can't wait to share a month-long promo with the customers because there is so there's so much to explore in that month and they get rewarded absolutely um there's a couple that i wanted to highlight here and just learn a little bit about because as as a lot of people know but some don't whenever we do a month-long promo we always introduce a couple cigars that we don't currently have in stock for one reason or another and the ones that we brought in this month we brought in three we usually bring in one but for my father month, we brought in three because it's getting hot out. It's time to it's time to bust out over here. Like we've waited long enough. Today it's a little chilly, but we're ready to rip and and, and uh, smoke some of these new sticks. And the new sticks are mm-hmm. the uh, La Duena, mm-hmm. Fonseca, and the Don Pepin Classic, I believe. The blue label is that is that the yeah is that the, the, the original the original, original? Yeah. right. Uh, could you tell yeah. us a little bit about yeah. those I mean, different we, we call it the original, but most people just tend to refer to it as the blue label. It's just the easiest way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th- those are those are three three great cigars, not only to highlight, but obviously to introduce into the store. Um, 
let's start with the let's start with the original, the Gonzalez Blue Label original. Um, you know, it's it's kind of the, the baby of the company. It's the very first cigar that we ever made in 2003 when this wow. company started. That was the very first blend we ever came out with. Uh, back then, the company, you know, my father's cigars was years away from being what it is now because it wasn't even my father's cigars back then. The company used to be called El Rey de los Habanos, and it was a tiny little company on Calle Ocho in Miami, just making Tampapin Blue Labels. <laughs> wow. So, to, 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 so just to see, you know, starting from there in that tiny little factory on Calle Ocho to this empire in Nicaragua and this vastness of a portfolio that the company's developed in 20 years, which is, you know, a short period of time relative to this industry, you know, it is really, really impressive to me. Um, so that cigar, um, I, I really like to consider it a cigar that was way ahead of its time. <clears throat> you know, back in 2003, um, anybody that was smoking back then would know that, you know, the market uh, for the, the taste market was still very, very heavily dominated by milder, you know, lighter blends, Connecticut shades, still, you know, probably the best selling type of cigar in the world at the time you know, was a milder Connecticut shade cigar. So to come out with the Dompapine Blue Label, this Nicaraguan Puro with this uh, Corojo Oscuro wrapper on a dark, oily, full-bodied, spicy, rich, powerful, was really a, a risk at the time. You know, it was, it was a strong cigar in a mild market, you know, uh, but it paid dividends for the company because as the market changed, we were already there. Hmm. You know? Yeah. So as as people as palettes shifted and stronger cigars became a lot more popular, the blue label was already there waiting. So you know it was really really, um, yeah, if you want to call it luck, of course plays a part in a, a little bit of everything. But you know this this foresight to say that this is the future, this is this this is the cigar that we should make. You know is really brilliant. Yeah. Right. So then tell us about about the Laduania. Like where does that fall in the in the My Father story? Because that one so, I'm I'm a broadleaf right. nut and uh this thing has a lot yeah. of broadleaf in it. Tell us about that one. It doesn't does it's hard to get more broadleaf than the Laduania. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. but is a cigar that was blended for Pepin's daughter Yanni. Um and it was done in conjunction with Pete Johnson, the owner of Tatuani cigars, which as most people know are all made at the My Father factory, um, and Pete is literally family. So um, he kind of teamed up between the My Father style and a little bit of the Tatuai style and combined everything together to create La Duena. Um, Ziani's favorite uh, Tatuai cigar that we were making at the time uh, was a brand called La Riqueza, which is a, you know, really... A you know, gritty, rich, earthy, broadleaf wrapped cigar, um, and she really loved that. So she wanted to kind of take that idea, but make it my father. So you know, Pete and, and Jaime and her, they've been Pepin. They blended this this cigar, utilizing uh, multiple layers of broadleaf, not just the wrapper, uh, but also um, kind of a little, just a little uh, bit, of, bit of information about all of our cigars have a double binder underneath the wrapper. So one of the two binders on the La Duena is a Connecticut broadleaf, and also a, a component of the filler tobacco is broadleaf as well. So it really highlights that tobacco, um, you know, it has that, that richness, has an earthiness, has a little bit of a grit to it, you know, when, especially when you use that much of it. But it's a really, it's a balanced, medium plus strength cigar. It's got a 
a little bit of spice to it, nothing overwhelming, but a really unique experience that, you know, again, going back to highlighting, you know, the diverseness of our portfolio, that's a really unique one for sure. Yeah, right. And then uh, and then we're another one uh, that'll be new to the shelves here uh, in time for the promos, the, <clears throat> the Fonseca. This one's got a so, shade grown Corojo so, Rosado wrapper on it. Oof. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. So, so, so there's a great story behind this. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's our most recent full production release that we put out a little over two years ago at this point. Um, but uh, a lot of people may be familiar with the name Fonseca. Uh, not only is it a very old Cuban brand, uh, but the uh, the domestic. Fonseca that you can get here in the States uh, was uh, owned and made by the Casada family out of the Dominican Republic since I think 1974, 1975. So, you know, quite a long time. And uh, and a couple of years ago, uh, we worked out a deal with them to uh, to buy the domestic rights from them to the Fonseca line and uh, and turn it over to, to my father production. And what we did uh, was we started from scratch. Um, if you look at that, or that you know that my father makes the boxes everything uh is very much uh kind of to pay homage to the cuban fonseca so the way the boxes look is uh, an homage to the cubans and uh, we took the the my father band and tweaked it a little bit to you know to be the fonseca band um and it utilized a brand new tobacco as well so you said you know you mentioned a couple times that rapper that's on there Corojo 99 shade grown uh that's that was a brand new wrapper that we that we started growing and that was the first uh project that it was used on uh it's been used on a couple other things that we've made since uh for for a couple of the other companies we work with but for my father you know that that was the first utilization of that tobacco um and the way that it's blended is i think a really true medium strength um you know my father doesn't do anything too mild. So, you know, the, the, if you know anything about the Cuban Fonseca, it is a milder, uh, you know, offering from the Cuban portfolio. Uh, so we wanted to kind of try to find a balance between a little bit of homage to the Cuban and still making it very my father. So, you know, it's a nice medium strength, smooth blend, and that Corojo wrapper uh, just, in my opinion, makes it smoke the way that I wish Cuban cigars still smoked. You know, thankfully, I, you know, I've had a little bit of an experience, you know, with some older Cuban cigars back from what you might still consider the heyday of Cuban cigars when they were still really good. Um, every time someone gifts me one, I have this kind of romantic idea in my head of what I want it to taste like, and I'm always disappointed. But when I smoke, when I smoke Fonseca, I'm like, that's, that's it. That's what I want a Cuban cigar to taste like every time someone gives me one, and it never does. So I smoke Fonseca instead. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome marketing. Like just a perfect a perfect description of three of the awesome, you know, not brand new, but new to us, yeah. uh, my father's cigars That's you right. could find. Yeah. Steve, I got to ask yeah, you, sure. man. I'm, you, I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Oh, dude, we can't wait. That, Like I said earlier, like <clears throat> we try to really engage with the promo as well so that we could talk about them and like smoke at the same time as – our like regular customers that come in and participate in the monthly promos. And we, sometimes we do a brand that we just can't wait to like learn a little bit more about, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and my father would certainly apply for me. Um, cause it's not often that we can catch a deal or do an event on certain things. And we schedule these things far out and you know, it's June. It, it takes a while up here for it to get nice. We're almost there. And, uh, 
I can't think of a better brand to celebrate the return of smoking season with like all these different sweet my father's cigars. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. So, yeah, we we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and so let me ask you then if you had to and and feel free to even like, you know, remove your my father badge for this one. Uh, open it up to the whole industry. You're stuck on a desert island and you can only have one cigar for the rest of your life. What what would that be? Um All right, I'm going to I have to I have to split split it between two sure. if that's all right. Sure. Yeah. We'll um, allow it. For the lo- for the for the long for the longest time because it's one again going back to my my resale history and and you know developing a love for the brand before I ever worked for the company. So there is a uh, at least a little bit of a of an uh, an unbiased opinion that was there before I worked for the company. Um, the the Dapapine Blue Label, which you guys you know are bringing in, introducing you know for this promotion, um, it, it, it's a, it's a true desert island cigar. Again, not only the nostalgia factor of it being the first cigar the company ever came out with, but it, it just hits my palate right. You know, it is full bodied, but it's balanced. You know, it's one that I can I can put down and immediately think about lighting the next one. You know, I think that's a really good indicator of a cigar that that you really enjoy that that's that's that really hits your palate properly is do you want to smoke another one as soon as you put the, the first one out? And that's one of those. Um, and, and I got to go honestly with the with the core of my father line. You know, my father number one Robusto mm. is just a phenomenal cigar. Mm. You know, um, it's one that that. Again, like I look at it and I have this idea in my head, kind of going back to what I was talking about Cubans. I look at it and I'm like, I have an idea of what this tastes like in my head. Every, even though I'm very familiar with it, but I, I just get this kind of romantic idea about the cigar and it delivers every time. I'm always thrilled to smoke it. And it's, again, it's another cigar and I just can't wait to, uh, to light up the next one, you know, when I have it. So between those two, I'd say those that, that would be my desert island shorts. Yeah. Dude, nice man. And the the coolest part about this interview and learning about these cigars is that there is a my father cigar in this store for every single person. You could buy for the Absolutely. same one. You could buy for sure. a whole smattering of different ones. You can give them to the homies, you can keep them for yourself. Uh but just know that when you come in here in June, uh not only are you gonna be getting four really awesome, obviously as you know now, really tasty different experiences with each cigar you're gonna get a free one mm-hmm. so steve dude yeah. we really i think uh yeah, i was just gonna say i think don king used to say something like there's a there's an ass for every seat right so or a seat for every ass whatever it is but you know we've got something for everyone dude awesome man we love how enthusiastic and knowledgeable you are about your line we're super excited to work with you into the future and uh, for now, you know, uh, when you come in here in June, you could thank Steve for hooking us up with some awesome My Father swag, some free smokes uh, as a way to really kick off the summer here in Buffalo. Um, June is My Father Month. Get your father some. Get you some. Get some for the homies. Get some yeah. for Steve. We'll hold them here for him. You know, like, you know what he likes. Hook him up. You know, he hooked us up. So Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. I'm really, you know, I'm really happy with what you guys are doing up there. So keep up the good work. We're working hard, dude. And uh, it's not possible without guys like you helping us out. Thanks a lot, Steve. Probably a time for me to guess the cigar. Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, I understand that you already have a pretty good idea of what you think this cigar is, right? But I, I uh, think so. Why don't you tell, you know, 
what what are the what are the flavor notes you're getting? Because Connecticut Shade can, like you said, it can be tricky. It can be it's very it's very soft, and uh, so yeah, like what what are you tasting from this cigar? I get so let me start by saying this cigar is good. I don't like the sweet cap, but the cigar itself is extremely good mm-hmm. and a great choice for me for the first one of the day. Nice. Um, a lot of wheat and hay, like a really like a grassy. Like a, you know, like a earthy, grassy kind of thing going mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. that I really appreciate. That I taste kind of often in like Connecticut cigars. It's either buttercream or earthy, grassy kind of thing. Um, it's always one of those two. And you know, the smoke I wouldn't describe as like a thick creaminess. It's just like a. It's just a you know it. For the most part, it's just that hay that mm. I get. Yeah. And I get that sometimes with uh, Undercrown Shade. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so mostly like, you know, Nicaraguan or Dominican thing, or Nicaraguan stuff. I just kind of, I taste that heavily. Uh, that said, the sweet cap I can go without. Um, sure. It. Not so everybody's when I, cup of tea. The yeah. Tip, right? When I dry pull the cigar, I'm nervous. Because it could be it could be ten different things that I don't really have that much experience with, and then like having to choose in between those is tough. So I smoked the cigar, and immediately I could tell that this is a high quality, premium, ultra premium cigar. Yeah. It tastes great, but it's got that sweet cap. So I can go in a couple different directions here. At that point, it's obviously not a tobacco. It could be. Any number of things, including an Insidious by Asylum, Mild Cigar Sweet Cap, a Baccarat, which we have in every single size, mm-hmm. so it's not out of the realm of possibility. This could be one of the Baccarats on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Could be a Sober Mesa, cigar that I know is very good, mm-hmm. that I don't smoke that often. Mm-hmm. Could be a, a Ferriotego Metro, Metropolitan Host, mm-hmm. um, you know, the brand that was rebranded from Nat Sherman, now owned by Davidoff. Those are, a couple of those are kicking around the store. Um, not a cigar that I like that much, though, and not one that uh, is very popular for us. Then, you know, pretty much any, like, sweet cap cigar enters the fray. Yeah. Could be anything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm smoking. I'm, like, at the last third now. Uh, the flavor stays pretty consistent throughout. doesn't change that much. You don't really ever get that kind of thing with, like, a Connecticut wrapper cigar, though, in my opinion. Um, trying to narrow it down. I've had a couple Baccarats in my day, but it's probably been 10 years since I had any. Yeah, I was trying to think of the last time that I had a Baccarat, and it's, it's definitely been a while, but, um, you know, it's a, it's a popular stick, and it's a Connecticut Shade Sweet Tip, and, uh, you know, so my, my obviously, I know, I know this cigar. I picked it out for you, right? I know what it is, and my thinking was that the Sweet Tip would be recognized uh, immediately, obviously. And then this is this is the conundrum you're in now is like can you differentiate between, you know, the the few Connecticut shade sweet tip cigars that we have in the store? Yeah, so my thought process here is this cigar is so good, what do I think is the best sweet cap cigar right. out of the five or six that are kicking around? Nice. Um they kind of all look like this though. Mm-hmm. They kind of all have the same shade. There's really no size giveaway. So if I'm thinking about the best sweet cap cigar, because this cigar, like I said, is very good. It's just a sweet cap I can go without. Mm-hmm. My guess would be that it is a Sober Mesa 
brulee. There it is. Here's the band. Dunbarton there Tobacco and Trust Sober Mesa Brulee. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Amazing it. brand. The guy, the guy does it again. Carl, now what's your record? Is it episode 10? It's episode 10. You're, I think you're 8, eight and two, 2, bro. Frig. I'm sorry, guys. I, that was... Uh, in my head, when I was picking out the cigar, that was going to be a lot more difficult. <laughs> and uh, he, <laughs> he basically knew before he lit it what it was. I just, well, <laughs> I had it narrowed down. So there's a flow chart in my head that I follow. And then off camera, I was just talking out loud, like, okay, I'm going through the humidor in my head. It's not an Ashton. It's not an AJ. It's not a Fuente. It's not a Kristoff. It's not an Oliva. It's not, a, it's not an Altidus. It's not a Blackbird. And we're going around, and then I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, there's about five different things it could be. This cigar is very good. What's the best one? By far and away, it's Sober Mesa. If you've had one ever, you uh, would know that. This is a great cigar that I, get, that I try to sell to people who are looking for an ultra-premium, tasty cigar with a little bit of an extra element in that sweet cap that a lot of new smokers especially, but experienced ones too, really, really like a lot. So clearly I need some help. I need some help with this for next episode. So you guys see us online all the time. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Hit me up privately, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, give me some suggestions. Let's let's try to stump this kid next week. Mm. Uh, you know, not happening. I gotta hurt a customer's feelings now too. Damn. <laughs> I gotta. It's one thing to hurt you. I'll hurt you whenever I whenever I whenever I please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. No. I'm just kidding. It's yeah. a it's a it's a brotherly. It's a and I'm the little brother. So like. It's it's you know it's how it is. I'm the I'm the yeah. I got a few years on the kid, but uh, you know, listen. I need I need some help though. I'm serious. We got to stump him. I'm I'm not getting the job done. I'm not. And so uh, we're, I'm gonna take suggestions here over the next couple of weeks. Uh, you guys, we do a bi-weekly release with this show, so you guys have a couple of weeks to get me suggestions. But we really hope that you like those interviews. Like that was really cool to get a couple of uh, couple of industry insiders in for episode ten. Um, we're really excited about my father month. Yeah, the spring smoker too. Like, and the spring smoker. This is the last time you're going to hear about the spring smoker on the podcast till the event itself. Saturday, June 10th at noon. Get out here to the world famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor and Lounge. There's no excuse. Right. This is the day to stock up your humidor for an amazing summer. We're going to give you one event every month. That's the day you target. That's the day you want to get in here. We have raffles, giveaways, a free smoke at the door, tap truck, pizzas, plenty of places to sit, hang out. Everything in the humidor is 10% off that day. Every single thing. Come clean us out. That's crazy. We're blowing it out. Friends, if you've never been to a Tall Chief Cigars event, there are so many people here. It's just like built-in friends. There's so many guys here. Ladies, you could just sit down shoot the shit, have a cigar, do a little networking maybe if that's your thing, enjoy a drink, tons of laughs. I mean, yeah. we're, we're trying to bring it all to you here with these events here that we work really hard to put together. Um, I mean, I just moved the box of free sticks we have. It's buy four, get one free on Rocky too that day. Yeah, yeah that's You right. don't even have to buy Rocky. We'd like for you to. But I mean, if you want something else, if that's not your thing, Come take advantage, you know? There's something going on here that you're going to like. 
And, uh, you know, we want to see you guys out here. We want to spend a nice weekend day with you guys and talk about everything. Yeah. You know, and have a, have a couple smokes. So we've got a big, big box full of Rocky Patel cigars to give away that day. And uh, make sure that you're in attendance June 10th at noon at the tall at the world famous tall chief cigars the second annual rocky patel spring smoker big thanks to mike Riviere and to steve royston from my father cigars uh you guys have heard all about everything that's going to be going on here over the next few weeks so we'll see you guys really soon and thanks again for listening and i'm serious about those uh i'm serious about the the help with uh next week yeah he needs it. somebody cigar. bailed him in. i oh, need please. it I cannot. I am a monster right now. I can't be stopped. <laughs> I'm ripping smokes. I'm telling you what they are. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the kind of soil that these things were fucking grown in, man. <laughs> I'll tell you the the exact plot on the farm, my yeah. dude. Yeah. So help them out. You know, if you have a question you want to hear answered on the podcast, float that to them too. We'll yep. do a little mailbag. We'll get a little a couple threads up in other places, but mailbag would be fun. Yeah. Well, dude, it's episode ten, baby. We got a long. We got a, we got long, a way long way to go. <laughs> we just getting started. So hit Dave up. Let him know what you want to hear. Let him know what you want to want him to hand me. Yep. Um, you know, maybe, how about this? If, uh, if you recommend Dave a cigar to give to me, unbanded, and I guess it wrong, you'll, we'll give you a free one. Nice. Or we'll run a promo on it there or something. There you go. Yeah, so get in his inbox. But for now, get to the Spring Smoker. Come in. Come see us. Take advantage of the deals. We've talked to your off about it. There's some really cool content coming up this summer. We're going to PCA. We have a cool interview next week. All sorts of stuff. So until then, we're done. We gotta go have a smoke. We gotta go shoot. We gotta go shoot this shit. We gotta yeah. enjoy our time too. Dave, let's get out there. For now, from the world famous Tall Chief Cigars Humidor Lounge. For Dave, this is Carl. Peace out. Later, guys. just going to google connecticut shade sweet tip <laughs> oh my gosh do you remember the tata scan <laughs> no do you remember that no the fuck is that is cigar tobacco organic <laughs> These are the things that people come in and ask for that we've never fucking heard yeah, of before. Yeah. Here's where they are. This is the page. Baccarat right at the top there. Baccarat. Rough Rider Sweets. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a shitty cigar. Oh, Fratello Camel. That's oh, one. There you go. That's one. There you go. Yep, that's one. Camacho Scorpion Sweet Tip. What the fuck? This hmm. just shows how how it doesn't matter if you've been doing this for 10 years. There's still some shit you're just like, what is that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%.